And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up, live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created in We are exploited. We are downtrodden. We are denied not only civil rights, but even human rights. So the only way we're going to get some of this oppression and exploitation away from us or aside from us is come together against the common enemy. I don't want you to protest, I don't want you to ride, I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the Russians and the crying in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being, God damn it! My life has value! We'll get together, have a few laughs. Welcome to the Iowa Talk, guys. I'm your host, Theo. And I'm E-Rock. And I'm TP. We're bringing you an extra special one today that TP lined up. Well, yeah, we got everybody's favorite Canadian, Davey Wavy. <laughs> Davey Wavy. <laughs> Straight out of What's Toronto. What's going on, guys? <laughs> From the, yeah. great, the great white north. Yeah, yeah. Take you know, off, you hosers. <laughs> <laughs> we did say hosers a few times before we got you on the phone, actually. So, so yeah. Maybe we'll plug that Getty Lee song in there. Uh, maybe. Hell yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Davey, you're from the Toronto area, correct? Yeah, we call it the GTA or Greater Toronto Area. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sweet. So, I, it used to be Toronto, and then there was Brampton and Mississauga, but now it's all like one conglomerate. Oh, everything kind of morphed together. Yeah, we got that yeah. around, kind of around here. Like, yeah, it's interesting. We're in, in uh, rural Iowa, eastern rural Iowa, and I was looking at the map thinking, you know, from up north, right, north of the border, and we're actually, like, barely barely any further south than, than uh, Toronto, like, just a little bit. But, like, we're lined up right with the bottom of Lake Michigan, so oh, Toronto's, yeah. just, okay, okay. Toronto's pretty much just further east for the most right. part. Yeah. I've actually driven up there. I think it's only like a nine-hour drive or something from here. Wasn't this is off topic? So. Not that we got on one yet, but did, wasn't <laughs> Evil Dead filmed in Michigan? I believe so. The original. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Bruce Campbell's uh, debut film. Dude, I love Bruce Campbell. I'm just gonna say. Oh, he's amazing. The first Evil Dead film was shot in Morristown, Tennessee. Although, originally the crew intended to shoot the picture in director Sam Raimi's hometown of Royal Oak, Michigan. The only scenes not shot in Tennessee were the cellar scenes, which were shot in Michigan at producer Robert Taper's farmhouse and Sam Raimi's own garage. He used to sign his autograph, Bruce, don't call me Ash Campbell. (laughs) 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 Yeah, because everybody kept calling him Ash from the Evil Dead series, but... So, anyways, yeah. So, Davey, you're the host of uh, Red Pill Cartel. Well, I guess what's what's your co-host name? The Goat. Oh, Nigel. Nigel. Yeah, that's it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Hey guys, how are you? <laughs> you like uh, you like Nigel better than Davey, right? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, you guys. Is he one of those French-speaking guys or? He's a goat. He's kind of like Mexican and French. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. I'll that's, be a rare, that's a rare blend. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I guess. So my friend, my friend uh, Shayla, 
created him essentially. Oh, and yeah. then like his persona kind of developed over time. Nice. And then I just rolled with it. And then, uh, yeah, kind of thinking about working on getting plushies of him going to sell. <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. It's unique. It's definitely something unique that on your podcast. I like it, man. This is something different that I wanted to do. I was like, fuck, I need to do something a little bit more with this, you know? So, right. Right. So, well, we, uh, I mean, we, we've had some questions that we wanted to ask you since you're up there. You're our northern neighbor. Yeah. I actually ran into a banker from Canada. I can't remember what he said, but I was at, I questioned him about, I was like, what, so uh, what are your feelings on Trudeau? And this guy goes, well, I'm actually pretty good friends with the Trudeau family. And, oh, uh, shit. I think his father did it. It may, it might be. <laughs> yeah, I didn't ask. I didn't ask that. I mean, we were in Mexico, and uh, but I said, or he goes, yeah. He goes, you know, I think uh, Justin's father did a great job, and he tried to follow in his footsteps, and it's not really working out. And he goes, in all honesty, I think it's time for Justin to step aside and let somebody else take the reins. I'm like, wow, that's pretty surprising coming from a family friend of the Trudeaus. Yeah, so, for real. So what is your? Uh, that's surprising. Yeah, that, I thought so too. But then I asked him. If, I asked him. If, uh, <laughs> I'm like, "What do you think about uh, him and all of his cabinet members that were part of the Young Global Leaders uh, course through the World Economic Forum?" He's like, "I actually got to get going." <laughs> oh no! Was, he's like, "Have a good night. I got to meet my wife." And then I'm like, "Whatever. All right. See you, bud. Peace." Crazy. Yeah. So he dipped out on that question, but yeah. So, what's your take? I mean, what's your perspective? Do you uh, do you have any? I mean, it seems from where we're sitting, uh, granted, we're one of the most heavily propagandized uh, populations in the world as Americans. Yeah. But it seems like COVID was, like Canada was pretty testy when it came to getting crazy as far as restrictions and whatnot. Would you mind talking about that at all? Yeah, sure. That's fine. Um, Anything specifically or like... How it all went down. Yeah. Kind of thing. How did it all go down, and what was it like in the the GTA? Businesses closed. Or yeah, I mean, it was pretty much everybody was on board with what the what it was the government wanted to do right from the bat, and right away, my coworkers and I, um, we were like, there was a few of us who were like, dude, this is bullshit. <laughs> like our 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 intuition kicked in. What was uh, Tim Hortons declared a essential? Uh, I think it was actually seriously. <laughs> Holy smokes! Yeah. But you can you can only go to the drive through at the, at the at the beginning. Oh um, yeah, of course that makes sense. Nobody inside because yeah. COVID can't get you through a window. Exactly. E- yeah. Iraq isn't your <laughs> one of your girlfriend's parents from Canada or something like that. Uh, she was born in Canada, Man- oh. Manitoba. Oh, well, way out the hell out there. Yeah. Ooh. I'll be damned. We saw a lot of videos coming out of Canada, particularly after things started opening up, mm-hmm. where uh, like restaurant owners were like, "I need to make a living. Like, I'm not going to be able to survive if I don't run my restaurant." Right? And then exactly, what was it? Was it state troopers that showed up and tried issuing them like citations <clears throat> and stuff? Guess, you know. Well, you're talking about that guy who he was pretty famous for keeping his restaurant open during the whole thing. Yeah. 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 Um. I'm not sure exactly how it went down. I was following him for a while. That kind of dropped off. And then the Freedom Rally happened. 
the, oh, yeah. the, you know, the uh, yeah. terrorists, the yeah. misogynistic racists, yeah, Nazi truckers, yeah. They, <laughs> yeah. they had Confederate <laughs> flags. Oh, yeah, like like two people in that crowd did, <laughs> and then they labeled everybody else. And they just took Fucking a bunch nuts. of pe- pictures of those guys in different angles and just yeah. <laughs> made it look like everybody's got a freaking flag. Yeah, and then fucking, you know, Trudeau comes out on t- live television and says, we funded CBC uh, this amount of money, over a couple million dollars, to basically propagandize everybody. Hmm. And people still aren't fucking cluing into how our media is also propagandizing us like you and, guys. Like, Absolutely. Yeah, like state, I mean, completely state run, damn near, right? Like ours is a coordination for sure. I mean, mm-hmm. they work together, but literally, I mean, the uh, CBC and whatnot is, I mean, it's pretty much state run, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude, it's funny too, because my dad was on Facebook and he was like, you know, cheering on the convoy because my dad used to be a trucker. My dad clued into the bullshit too, right? Oh, yeah. And, uh, and my niece and a couple other my family members were attacking my dad. Like, you support Nazis. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. I mean, it's just like, like... Oh, my God. Might as well throw that brown jacket and red armband on right now, man. <laughs> right? Yeah. Jew star. I mean... And that's a crazy thing about this whole COVID stuff is like... It, I mean, it did... It caused a lot of strife between families. You know, I mean... I Definitely did. In my family, I had... Um, some individuals that didn't agree with me and then a conversation would lead to them like yelling and I had to straight up tell them like dude why are you yelling at me like <laughs> it, it's yeah. insane and uh yeah dude and it just the division just keeps going and going now with the whole trans thing and everything dude it's yeah well I think insane. a lot of people here are starting to wake up I think in America um yeah yeah there's I mean, even I've had family members like qu- asking me about stuff like, hey, this and that. And I'm like, whoa, well, I mean, you vote blue, but even you're saying like, hey, this is a this is an issue. Theo, he's had the same thing. Another family member being like, yeah, this this shit ain't right. Yeah. Uh, my brother was ahead, my brother was saying that even even in his union, like people are like, man, something is going on here. You know, something And what I think it is. And this is just my opinion. I'll speak for myself. I think people are actually beginning to sense evil. You can feel it. Oh, dude, I can every day, dude. It's, it's, yeah, yeah you know, we even, don't... even people in my family, man. Well, it sucks. Yeah. But my dad is like, what the fuck is wrong with my brother? And I'm like, well, he wants to marry an evil woman and she's got him under her thumb. Yeah, and that yeah. those are yeah. hard. Those That's are hard. One, yeah. <laughs> yeah, very difficult. Relationships man. are complex, man. Yeah, especially when sex is involved. Yeah, you know. Well, and it's her fifth fucking marriage if he marries her. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, maybe it'll work this time. Signs. <laughs> yeah. Fifth time's a charm, they say. Yeah. Red, red flags. Red flags. Signs. Mm-hmm. But hey, man, to each their own. That's love makes people do weird shit, dude. Just saying. Stupid shit. Yeah, just like fear. Does. I've been there. Yeah. Oh yeah, we've all been. I've been single for four years now because I'm really fucking picky with who I who I meet. Now. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah, there's you know? no, Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. And uh, I got a buddy that's divorced, and he's like, dude, the dating pool is absolutely just it, it's a swamp, atrocious, a swamp of trash. Yep. Especially around our area, you know. And I like to try to have empathy, but 
it seems like, and I'm sure it's the same way everywhere, just young ladies having children out of wedlock, younger. Yeah. And it's like, and that makes gro- it floating about their uh, body count. <laughs> yeah. Sure. And then they're like, yeah. why can't I find a man? That makes it so much harder for you. Like, I, I have I have daughters. Yeah. I have daughters. And sometimes, you know, they're, they're very independent-minded. And when certain, you know, psyops, I would call them, happen, like the Supreme Court decision that we had down here to overturn Roe v. Wade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're like, ah, oh, you know, women's bottle, body up. Bodily autonomy and yada yada yada, and I don't need no man to support me, and 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 all this stuff. Well, you know, I, I try to sit down with them and tell them, hey, well, no, you don't, and it's good to be independent. But gosh, it'll be so hard for you if yeah. you do that. But unfortunately, yeah. the, major- <laughs> the majority of these women, yeah, they don't need a man to support them; they need the government to. No, it ends up happening. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, and hey, dude, it's hard enough these days. Uh, like it's almost impossible to be single and support yourself. And it's also really difficult to be double income, no kids, and still support each other. Right. So how the fuck are you going to do it on your own? No kidding. Dude. Yeah. 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 Keep the house cleaned up. Go to work. I mean, gosh. How are they going to kill all the spiders? That's what I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, dude. Well, no, I've been having a cat that's bringing in dead rabbits. We have a cat door, you know, so he goes oh, out at night. Dinner, hell yeah, and moles. Not and right now. Some ground squirrels. Yeah, they got parasites now, but and no. I'm getting woken oh, up shit. in the middle of the night. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, my father-in-law told me he's like, yeah, when I was growing up, I was always told not to, not to eat rabbit when it's hot out. Yeah. He goes, uh, one day I was like, you know what, I want some rabbit. It was in a nice, beautiful spring day, and he goes, I shot it with a 22 from a little ways off maybe 20 yards away he goes i walk up to it and there's a black slug crawling out of the bullet hole yeah oh, dirty. yeah and he was like so i gotta wait for a freeze so i learned my lesson <laughs> extra protein bro right yeah i don't know they want us to eat bugs <laughs> right yeah yeah you're gonna eat bug burgers and like it yeah no thanks yeah no thanks i'm good i i'd rather eat roots before I eat bugs, if I... I'd rather eat uh, humans uh, in a Big Mac. <laughs> yeah, right? Or uh freaking... Big Macs are made out of people! I know, dude. Soylent Green is people. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, so, okay. Well, yeah, so, I mean, Co- and we just saw also, didn't Trudeau just come out with something about COVID's over and then Canada he, did, like, He the denied best. the forced vaccination. Play the clip. Oh! Yeah. October 2021. The bottom line? Proof of vaccination will be required by no later than the end of this month for all federal employees. And by mid-November, enforcement measures in place will make sure that everyone is vaccinated. This is about keeping people safe on the job and in their communities. And the same goes for the second commitment we made, mandatory vaccination on travel. By the end of October, everyone 12 or older on a plane or train within Canada should be fully vaccinated. February 2022. This government has been focused every step of the way on following the best science, following the best public health advice to keep as many people safe as possible. And quite frankly, it's worked. We've seen uh, the curves uh, lower in Canada than elsewhere. We've seen lower death rates. We've seen quicker economic recovery because, because Canadians stepped up, because Canadians got vaccinated. And 
I can understand frustrations with mandates, but mandates are the way to avoid further restrictions or having to be restricted. As people get vaccinated, as Canadians have gotten vaccinated, we've been able to get through things. And this team is going to stay focused on doing exactly that. April 2023. My responsibility was to keep as many Canadians alive as possible. And all of the scientists and the medical experts and the researchers, not just in Canada, but around the world, understood that vaccination was going to be the way through this. And therefore, while not forcing anyone to get vaccinated... Sorry, Hans, wrong guess. I chose to make sure that all the incentives and all the protections were there to encourage Canadians to get vaccinated. And that's exactly what they did. We got vaccinated to a higher level than just about any other of our peer countries. And that's why we had a less deadly pandemic. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. And may God have mercy on your soul. That is uh, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Blackface Trudeau. (laughs) (laughs) He definitely did say that and said nobody forced you. And then all these other people were making uh, compilation videos of all the things that he said to force it on us. Didn't force people to take vac- vaccinations. Well, they, I mean, they, okay, you know what? I'll, I'll play word games with them. They strongly encouraged people by threat of, I know down here uh, in the States, you know, obviously it worked through private enterprise a lot more. Oh, yeah. Public, if you public keep private your job. partnership. Um, for, you know, uh, without getting too much into, you know, how close people uh, are in our families and whatnot, but, you know, like a very close family member, for instance pretty much lose your professional medical career mm. if you don't get vaccinated. Yep. Well, yeah. come on. that's How's that not forcing? Yeah, I mean, it's our livelihood. That's like the mafia. We gave them an option. Lead or silver. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. I mean, we told them that things were going to get bad for them if we didn't protect their store, okay? Right. Guys with bats came, and it happened. I don't know what to tell it's you. Super weird. Pay up next time. <laughs> yeah. yeah well dude it's he's totally in league with the wef right so yeah. it's like yep are you gonna blame him or are you gonna blame the wef at well, this point because he must be under a lot of fucking pressure at this Both. point i do not think that justin trudeau is smart enough to make big boy decisions like this on his own i think he's just yeah a s- sexy playboy I mean, I mean, he's a handsome dude, right? Kind of looks like Fidel Castro. That's debatable. He's like whatever. He's like (laughs) he's like Obama, slick talking. I guess he he sells enough people, and he's been groomed to be like this. I mean, his he grew up with all of these people, right? Yep. So he's just doing what he's trained to do. I don't think that he's a a dog that's making his own tricks. Personally. No, a psychopath. It's psychopath at birth. It's like having Michael Myers as the prime minister. <laughs> like seriously, yeah. Like maybe. he's willing to let people die to get his agenda sorted out. Yeah. Well, omelets. Yeah. Just like exactly. all the other world leaders, really. Yeah. Well, it's it's so bizarre how all these, like everybody's seeing now, 
over the past three years, like if you if you haven't figured out by now that our politicians in any country are not for you, they're against you. Like I don't know what other evidence you need. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because the measures and then that you they got took- this other guy. Sorry, you got this other guy now from the other side. Pierre. Pierre Poiliev. Yeah. And my dad's like, oh, I think this guy's uh, it's gonna be pretty good. I'm like, Dad, he's, he's a, a politician. Yeah, he's right. a career conservative. Right. Yeah. And if, if if my mind serves me correctly, which this is just my bias probably more than anything, but I think that conservatives in Canada are pretty soft. Like our conservatives oh, yeah. are bad. They're not good, right? Like we don't like them. They are in bed with business. Um, but conservatives in Canada are a lot more soft on issues that like gun guns, for instance. Yeah. Um, probably a little more susceptible to uh, social programs more so mm-hmm. than we are down here and whatnot. So, so well, it's a different comparison. I kind of feel like through my research and, and the, some even the MK ultra show that we did and what happened with indigenous people in Canada and then happened in America, it almost feels like Canada has been like uh, America's, north korea to china you know what i mean like our playground to test field test certain things before they rolled out yeah. on the american people well i mean well it definitely is now <laughs> right <laughs> i mean more apparent now yeah it's more apparent now absolutely and uh i mean it's pretty crazy dude not not that drastic of a i mean a, a softer comparison yeah i would agree with you but obviously not anything to the effect of actually north korea and china right no but, yeah <laughs> but yeah i mean not to that extreme obviously but the, the the way that north korea has propagandized their people so well it yeah. seems like that's where we're headed like uh, you're either going to be a zombie or you're going to be awake and sovereign and yeah. that's all there is. It's like and cut off. We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna yeah. be half, having to live on fucking farmlands and shit, like, like off grid. Because my brother is, I think you guys may know that. Um, he's off grid. He had nice. no choice. His wife, his ex, took everything from him. Oh shit. So yeah, he's he lives in an extended trailer. And he's got nine sled dogs. Actually, eight. One just passed away. Poor Nelly. Um, oh, dude, yeah, that's wild. But. Uh, yeah, he, he just sent me pictures of his firewood. He just chopping all his firewood <laughs> already. Is that like northern Ontario? Or? Yeah, yeah. It's about um, like a four and a half hour drive from here. North. Nice. Dude, that's awesome, though. Yeah. Shit ever goes down, at least He's, you know you got a fallback dude, he, plan. He, he, he tells me all the time. He says, if it starts getting really hot, get your fucking ass up here before the go. fucking road closures happen. Yeah, there you go. That's good, man. Because, yeah. Yeah, he knows what's going to happen in the future with all this craziness ha- going on, you know. But, um, yeah, they the I don't know. Did you ever listen to that uh, Joe Rogan episode with Yeomi, Yeomi Park? That North, or, yeah, the North Korean defector. She, like, escaped. I haven't, no. Oh, dude, it's wild. Just to hear the stuff that she witnessed as a kid and shit and uh, a young adult before she escaped North Korea. And she was even saying, so then she went to South Korea. She got an education. She ended up immigrating to the United States. And when she was in college, and she says it in that podcast, she's like, the shit they're teaching these kids in this college is that they're going down the same path that North Korea is as far as 
these the the brainwashing one truth yeah the socialism indoctrination and stuff that happens at these universities and she's she even she told a story about uh she was getting robbed she in chicago she had a son she's get walking him and then this uh this black american gal or two of them stole her purse and she was going after him and she was yelling call the cops and then like the people around her like why are you being such a racist like She's like, oh what? my god! She's like, are you kidding me? I just got robbed so with the, my two-year-old son here. So they didn't see the stop Asian hate crime hashtag <laughs> on their profiles, <laughs> right? Yeah, ALM. Yeah, it was wild. It was absolutely well the a trip. The Asian hate crime thing was an obvious psyop, in my opinion. Davey, did you ever did you ever follow that? That was like a, a, two years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was that like shooting at a mall in Atlanta, and. And then there, there were all sorts of reports of all of this anti-Asian crime coming in. And I believe we've talked about this on our podcast. Yeah. And, you know, I'm just, I'm just stating what they found here, right? They stopped reporting it because all of the video coming in was black folks perpetrating crime on Asians. And that, <laughs> and that James O'Keefe of Project Veritas... Lined up some honeypot. Yeah, no, yeah. No, you're good, dude. Lined up some honeypot, right? And uh, went on a date with a CNN guy. And he's like, you know, we're reporting all this Asian hate crime stuff. And lo, and it's, lo and behold, we're finding out it's a lot of black people committing the crimes. So, you know, like, we're CNN. We're, we're, we're on BLM's side, you know. They got, him on, they got him on camera. So we can't be reporting that stuff. Yeah, did you see that? No, I did not see that. Yeah, oh. I, I remember hearing. I, about I, I didn't see it. Yeah, but like it doesn't fucking surprise. No, me. It's, right? Yeah, it's yeah. We shocker. want the facts. There, there are problems to solve. You know, you got to tell us the fact. Yeah, and then Dave Chappelle killed it on that stand-up when he was like, "I had COVID, and uh, I was at home fighting it off, and I was reading about all this. You know, my my brothers and attacking all these my beloved Asians because his wife's Asian, you know, <laughs> and he's like, I couldn't help." But feel like that was what was happening inside of my body, <laughs> as my immune, <laughs> as my immune system fought off COVID nineteen from the Chinese virus. <laughs> and then I never heard a word about the black black on Asian hate crime after that anymore. No. <laughs> it came from China. Let's say China. 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 Yeah. Do you guys do you guys follow Ben Bankus? No, uh, no, not familiar with the name. Oh, dude. Okay, I gotta send you some of his shit because he's he's from Toronto. He's a comedian, and he's actually running for mayor. <laughs> oh, I think I heard you talking about that on your show. Yeah, dude, and he does, he like puts all these videos out, like making fun of like Trudeau, Theresa Tam, <laughs> all Thank that you. shit. And he puts a monkey filter on his face, and he's like, "I'm the first human monkey hybrid made from a laboratory in Wuhan, China." <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> so fucking funny, dude. That's not, what's his name again? Ben, ben Bankus. Ben Bankus. Yeah. Right. We'll, we'll check him out yeah. on Twitter. Fuck, that's fuck awesome. Chris guy for mayor. Go for Ben Bankus, man. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, I don't think I get a ballot, but if they run it. They run it Pennsylvania style. Maybe you guys are pretty close. I don't know. Too many Canadians listening to this show. <laughs> Fetterman. Oh man. <laughs> oh. We we added him to the end of our show now. He, he's because he's hello everybody. 
Good night. All right, he's, hello. Good night, everybody. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's how he started off his debate yeah. with Dr. Oz. <laughs> that was his opening statement. I was like, oh, wow. Man. Yeah. We had, we had one show we were talking Face about. Bomb. Yeah. We had one show we were talking about, and we put a bunch of stuff in. And then ever since then, I was like, you know what? That's got to be the ending to our show. So the most recent. Yeah. Uh, so I had one episode of. Few weeks back with a lady named uh, Jessica Fensky. She's in California, and uh, the name of the episode was "Anti-Government is the New Government." <clears throat> because I, um, what I, what we're seeing now is people who realize how much bullshit is going on in politics, and regular people are starting to step in now. Yeah, where she's in California, I think I might have people. heard that. I might have listened to that one yeah. too. Trying yeah. to serve the people rather than steal from them. Dude, what a concept. What a concept. Yeah. But yeah, I hope we see more of this. I just hope that, you know, it's just going to be hard to, hard to happen, though, because the people running the show are the fucking puppet masters. So how are you going to get around them without being corrupted? Right. right. They've got the game rigged. It's, yeah, it's going to be so hard. The analogy that we use all the time on our show is <laughs> these people are the, are the kind of folks that if they're about to lose a, a game, they will throw the fucking door. They yeah. will toss it. Oh, yeah. They're such That's narcissists. It. Yeah, and, absolutely. And it's not about money; it's about power. Yes. And they well, would—they're not going to lose. The period. The, the power is what gets them high, and the money comes with it, right? Right. Yeah. But but they where are they going to go if they can't fuck kids anymore and get away with it? Right. <sighs> exactly. Yeah. 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 You know, Epstein Island's compromised now, so they don't have that back. You know, backup plan. <laughs> and Jessica, who I was telling you about, uh, she has a T-shirt. Oh no, it was a different girl. Sorry, uh, she has a t-shirt that says, fuck the government, not kids. <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty good one. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty ballsy. That's awesome. Does I that... wouldn't wear it, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's something to hang on the wall, you know. Un- unfortunately, yeah. I think that from where I'm sitting, it, yeah, it, our federal government is gone. It's not going to happen through them. It's not going to happen through federal elections. Here in the U.S., we're going to we're gonna have to try to utilize the structure that we have for for local government there's already um yeah yeah quite a few sheriffs i don't know if you're familiar with um united states law enforcement what is defined in the constitution and what is actually like statutorily created by a city council or something like that but not quite so i I, in our in the u.s constitution there the sheriff is established so it's like it's an election in the county right so we have we have uh an elected sheriff for the county and he runs the jail per, uh, has all the guards in the jail and then has particularly where we're at we've got a, a pretty good uh size city in our county so they've got like their own police but we've we've got sheriff deputies that are out county in the county and where we're at and then the the city council of like the big town by where we live they created their own police force right so so the the sheriff's office is actually the only like constitutional law enforcement in the United States and we've had a lot of success with sheriffs suing the federal government yeah and oh. sort of getting things overturned so I don't I think that's a big hope for us in fact there was a uh, I don't know how you feel about about guns and firearms I mean we're we're pretty used to it but uh, for them. sure okay. sure but you can't but, have a handgun there was a guy in in uh, Utah that in the ni- a sheriff in the 90s that sued the Clinton administration when there was a, an assault weapons ban. Assault weapon. Um, so basically just mean AR 
15 looking yeah. weapons and whatnot. Scary black rifles. You can rifles. call a fucking broomstick and assault. Sure, like yeah. You can really <laughs> assault the shit out. I've seen videos of that. No kidding. But, uh, you know, they he had success and he essentially got it overturned. The media was quiet on it. So, like, they didn't talk about it forever. But we, uh, they it, can't it, tarnish the comeback kid. It's going to happen locally. Yeah. It's going to happen locally. And a lot of sheriffs have even, um, there have been cases of sheriffs like making the FBI and, and uh, immigration and whatnot, like come sign in oh. at the sheriff's office before they do a raid on a house or something. Oh, really? It's yeah, happened. Yes, it's awesome. happened. Yeah. I didn't hear that. But yeah, that's where people can get involved here in the U.S. on their local level is because that, that the sheriff's office is a, an elected official. Sure, yeah. So you can vote yeah. on who you want to be your sheriff. And there are a lot of county um, governments that are starting to kind of step up and say no. Federal government, I guess we'll see in court because right. the way we see it right here in the Constitution, you don't have, you know, your, your bureaucracies don't have the power to make law. So yeah, you know, where are we at? What are we doing? Right. Yeah, so but it's not going to happen federally as you I mean, as anybody paying attention to global politics can see. I hate to sound narcissistic, but I mean gosh, the United States is just so <laughs> vocal on the international stage that uh <laughs> world police baby. Yeah, they're just they're so far gone. They're corrupt. They want to dominate the whole world and there's really nothing we can do about them. Well, yeah. That's the other thing. So I don't know. I, you've seen some of our shows and stuff, and obviously you listen to a couple of them. And you know we've been doing road to war updates, and it's I I think we are literally on the doorsteps of World War Three. The way well, a lot of people have been saying that. Um, I don't know though. What are your guys' thoughts on nuclear weapons? No. Think it, do they exist? Well, of course. So, I, I think so. I, yeah. So, okay. I have heard about this a little bit. I don't know too much about it. But what? So, what's the argument that nukes don't exist? Do, are you familiar uh, with that issue? Yeah, I'll hear any argument. Giant, gigantic fire bombs. A lot of TNT, basically. Yeah, a lot, a lot of fire that makes it look like it's a fucking nuke. Like there's, there's a book out there somewhere uh, arguing that. Hiroshima and Nagasaki were just giant firebombs because there's never been any any more set off in like on civilians, right? But and but and then yeah, also still there's areas you can habitat now in Nagasaki and Hiroshima, right? Like people live there without radiation poisoning. Interesting point. Like, Like fucking months later, right? Yeah, not even a year later, they were already rebuilding and moving back into that area. Hmm. All of Japan should be like fucking radiation sickness right well <laughs> especially now after fukushima right yeah but no they just dumped it in the ocean remember that stupid shit when they're like oh all these whales and dolphins are pushing up on the west coast of canada and america and america we don't know yeah. why they're dead i'm like maybe because there's a bunch of radiation that's been leaking in the fucking uh <laughs> pacific. pacific ocean for the past uh, two years <laughs> yeah. yeah i didn't even go to school for this shit this is the thing. People don't fucking use their brains, man. They don't think. They, they Dude, take what the yeah. media says at face value, and that's it. Common sense is no longer a common virtue. It's gone, dude. Yeah, I've been saying that for a long time, and people just keep proving me right. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's crazy. It's really crazy. But I get it, though. I mean, so think back to when you first started waking up to this stuff going on, Davey, right? And 
you know, when I when I first did, I wanted to start telling everybody about it, but people didn't want to listen. And no, I even they don't. And then I think back to it before I kind of woke up. I did have people telling me like, "Hey, you should you know think." And I'm like, "You're a fucking moron." I. Oh yeah. It was when I was in the in the Marine Corps. I'm like, I work for the <clears> government. <throat> I know they're too dumb to pull off a fucking inside job on 9/11. That's stupid, you know. <laughs> but then I started doing all the research and all the shit, and I was like. I mean, it turned my world upside down. I was like, "Holy shit!" Oh yeah, <laughs> you know. And but then I found it. You, you can. It goes back to that old saying: "You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink." People aren't ready to wake up until no. they're ready to wake up, no. and that usually That's, takes a yeah. like some type of life changing event to make them realize. It does, yeah, and for even for myself, like growing up, it I had to do it on my own. Yep. Nobody told me. Yep. Right. Yeah, and. I, I can't fault other people for not waking up. I'm, and that's one of the reasons why I started the podcast. It's like, hey, I got a podcast. Maybe you should listen to it. You know, I'm I'm, I'm done with like <clears throat> going around tapping people on the shoulder and saying, yeah, that's I the same reason why we started our show. Dude. That, that's that's <laughs> yeah. my biggest problem, and one of the things that I try to work on therapeutically, man, is it's tough trying to yeah. still yeah. trying to still have confidence in people. Man, it's tough. Yeah, it's hard. It, it it really is, when especially it, when, you know... There's a curtain. There's a fucking curtain up. You have to try to look past it. The light is going behind it. It's transparent, you know? Well, the Hindus call it the Veil of Maya. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I not, heard of that. Not yeah. familiar with that. It's, it's the elusive... It's the veil that's over our eyes, and once you take it off, you see everything for what it is. Mm, like uh, when uh, Saul, on the road to Damascus... Had the scales over his eyes. Sure. And then when they dropped right. off, he could see. You know, the Lord gave him yeah, the sight to same see. Shit. Yeah. And there's a pretty wicked uh, metal band called Veil of Maya as well. Oh, nice. <laughs> Check them out. Yeah. Would you care to uh, dive in to your awakening process? I'm sure you've done it a lot of times. On I your- have. That's fine. Yeah, I'll try to give you the Coles notes. Uh, I think one of the main things was. Uh, well, early on, okay. See, there's so many different parts. <laughs> <laughs> Earlier on, uh, I was about 13 years old and I had an uh, out-of-body experience. I heard you talk oh, about wow. this on your episode 107 with Ben, I believe? Yeah, yeah. Was, okay. Uh, I, I've talked about it on multiple shows, but uh, had several since then. But uh, that first one made me realize, holy shit, uh I have a soul. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? So that was one of the main things that I, I never grew up in a religious household or anything. My parents never forced me to go to church. They didn't go to fucking church unless it was a wedding or funeral. Right. But, sure. uh, it just made me start to question things and I've been questioning things ever since then. And then other things started happening to me. Like I got diagnosed with Crohn's and I was severely overweight and I started, uh, eating better and I dropped 80 pounds within Less than a year. Nice. Oh, wow. Good, Good, for, you, Good like, for you. That's awesome. And then, uh, then I got off of anti-anxiety meds, and that fucked me up. That fucked up my brain. And I started getting into the Bible, and I started clinging on to Jesus because I felt that I lost myself. And then my brain started healing from the trauma of getting off an SSRI. And I was like, holy shit, dude. You know, like... Uh-oh. Is that us yeah. or What'd you? you? Guys do? Uh, we're getting no, around. That's to, you. Uh, oh, yeah. that must be the, the county. 
yeah. county driving yeah, by us at 75. And then, you know, fucking before that, 9-11 happened, and I was a zombie that whole day for two days straight. Like, what the fuck's going on? So it's just a whole mishmash of things that really made me realize that, uh, you know, there's more to life than what I can uh, see, touch, taste, and feel. Sure. Yeah. Well, and the, the life that we live in, the world that we are told is reality, turns out, isn't yeah it's mostly a story dude the more yeah the more i research and learn about history and especially hidden history and stuff like that like we you know my, my whole life is a lie pretty much what we learned in school that's yeah. for sure a bunch of paul but sam tripley says it the well, best it's a bunch of paul bunyan bullshit <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know there's uh everybody is on and they're on their own fucking process and if they can't lift the veil themselves and nobody's going to do it for you. That's right. why yeah. street, point. street preachers, street preachers are, are not effective. I don't think because they're, you know, cramming it down your throat. Yeah. Right? Right. Like evangelists and nobody nobody wants day. that. Sure. You know, yeah, it's not an effective way to wake people up. No, the apostles didn't do that. They went out and they were like healing people and stuff. And then when people were like, where's this power coming from? I'm like, yeah, my, it's my God. Foo sorcerers. <laughs> Well, who was that one? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that who one was magician that? was like, "How do I, how do I obtain this power?" They're like, "You'll never have it because you only want it for that power." Who was the Pharisee scholar that wrote about all that and called him jo- Josephat? Was it? Uh, no, Josephus. Josephus, maybe. I don't know. The he, history. Yeah, was, I think he the was historian. Like, yeah, yeah. Josephus. The works of Josephus called uh, said Jesus was talked all about what he was doing, but called it sorcery and magic and whatnot. Well, yeah. They called him a demon. Yeah, they also talked about the giants in there, too, and stuff. And there's a lot of that. The majority of that, the Hebrew history book, the works of Josephus, is recognized by the professional historian community as, like, legit. Really? Except for, they're like, but all the stuff about Jesus and the giants, is that's fake. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, that weight that I lost, I gained most of it back. Oh, man. <laughs> well, hey, dude, you can lose it's it again, not, though. You know you, know you it's can. It's hard to... Uh, yeah, it's hard to really tap into that part of yourself, and because I wasn't even working out or anything, it was all fucking brain power. Sure. Yeah. Well, and then you, I started doing push-ups. I started getting ripped on my my arms and shit. There and you go. Life happened, and then it's like fucking back. And then COVID happened. Yeah. Yeah. But that, I still feel good, so I that think that's help. what matters. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it, dude. dude. I gained mm-hmm. a lot of weight when I got out of the Marine Corps, and then it was one of those things where, yeah, I just had to get up, get back on the bandwagon, and. I've fallen off a few times, but I've been getting back this last year at the gym and stuff, and I feel great, dude. I've, yeah. I've cut back a lot on drinking and stuff and drink more water than anything. Yeah. And, uh, right. you know, it's awesome when you don't wake up in the morning with your quote-unquote normal aches and pains, right? Which is not supposed to be normal to fucking hurt when you wake up from sleeping, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But Dis-ease, yeah. right? Yeah, and that's yeah. You've had a lot of great guests on talking about uh, nutrition and and certain health issues and stuff and everything. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, my last episode, I had uh, Ryan Alexander on from Notice. Yeah, that guy is fucking awesome. Yeah, he knew. Was that you? Got he was talking about like the pot ash and stuff. How that used to be used yeah. as a source of salt. Yeah, that was a good episode. Wood ash, that was yeah. interesting. Yeah. Wood yeah. ash. That yeah. was one of my more educational ones, in my opinion. Yeah, dude. I I uh, we I definitely got schooled. I listened to that while I was cleaning it. Yeah, <laughs> cleaning it made what? Made me clean more the basement. Oh, 
motivated you to keep cleaning. Yeah, it was, yeah. it's, it's such a good conversation. Yeah, I want to keep listening. That's what I love about podcasts, dude. Like listening to them, it's like you can do shit while you're listening, right? Like, oh yeah, dude. I do that work all the time. I forget. That's why I'm audio only because I'm. That's how I listen to mine, and I don't really care to get my face out there because I don't do it for. Yeah. Fucking fame. Right? Yeah, we don't like, want to be famous. Yeah. Yeah, we don't want we want to make a living try to trying to do this, but we also we don't want you know, our faces we got faces made for radio. You know what yeah, I mean? Definitely. <laughs> yeah. I and you know, there's something about talk radio. And I, I kind of have always liked that format. Yeah. I always have. We yep. one of our you know, we don't have any sponsors. We are not making any money doing this whatsoever. We don't have a huge following, but we got a really, really damn good one. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, it's just, it seems more personal to me just talking and we don't have to worry about, we just get right into it. We just get right into it. You don't have to listen to a five minute spiel about who's paying us right now. It's just, let's talk Dude, about I was- it. For the first time today, I li- I checked out Aubrey Marcus's podcast and I turned it off instantly. Oh really? <laughs> because it was nothing but a ten minute ad at the beginning. I'm like, fuck off. Oh yeah, dude. Deleted I needed it. That's why. And then even like, you know, the 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 house cleaning, right? Follow, like, subscribe, share. We we save that for the end. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. And if you don't want to listen to it and listen to our spiel at the end, then don't. But I mean, there's yeah. st- there's always uh, goodies at the end of it. We always say some stupid shit. Hey, hey we are just <laughs> well, trying. I, we are just trying to get our asses in here every week yeah. and just make this thing happen. You know, yeah. that's yeah. And hopefully, I, I try to let Nigel do all that shit at the end. And if they don't want to listen to Nigel, then whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I like it, dude. It's entertaining, you know. But and it's nothing against anybody else uh, that does that format where they do the intros, super long intros and stuff, dude. But it's just it's not our style and. You know, like even, yeah, it makes me not want to listen. Actually. Yeah, even Sam Tripoli. Like at first, E Rock actually introduced me to Tinfoil Hat, and the first episode I listened to, I almost shut it off. Yeah, I think if you skip like ten minutes, yeah. Okay. And I, and uh, but since E Rock shared it with me, I trusted him, and I was like, okay, I'll. I'll so I kind of skipped ahead, and then yeah, the episode blew my mind. I can't remember which one it was, but uh, it made me a fan. Yeah, and uh. But yeah, like I said, like you did, you know, you, you if there's ten minutes of freaking, hey, buy off, this, dude. hey, come check yeah. this out, you know, yada yada yada. I'm gonna be here doing this. People are like, I don't want to listen to this shit, dude. I want to listen to the topic yeah. at hand. Like, and you said that's why I, I put it at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's, sometimes, sometimes I let the demon out though, and I'm like, okay, guys, if you if you like the show, there's a lot of people listening. Please just hit that fucking subscribe button, because or or the the star button on Spotify, because it's like thirty eight, and then there's like hundreds of people listening. <laughs> like what the <laughs> fuck? You can't do that. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? That's we say. I mean, like, hey, it doesn't mean that much to you. It's just a button press, but it means a lot to us, you know. Yeah. And we we appreciate it. And I know I get every it now. podcast well, it, it does. helps the algorithm, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, so. it helps the algorithm, dude. But I mean, in all reality, though, I think word of mouth is still the uh, the best way to get get the share the show shared. I should say. Yeah, I think so. I was, dude, I was super shocked, man. Like last month when Sam fucking personally messaged me and said, "Do you want to get on my Rockfin show?" I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Yeah, dude, that's awesome. That's wild. Yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. And after that, I got like an influx of people, new people listening. So it's cool, man. Nice. I'm super man. thankful for that. Yeah. He was fucking totally gracious and applauding what I do. And I'm like, cool, man. I'm just a guy that lives with my dad. And fucking <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. But cool. I mean, yeah, and it's, and it, and I know, I think I've heard you say it on your podcast before, like for us, it's therapeutic too. just talking about this, getting it off your chest and well, then being able to, absolutely. when you, when it's you what do we share, were doing anyway. Yeah. We were talking about, we were actually, we're talking about starting an AM radio, uh, talk show before we found out where podcasts were and we're like, well, that's going to be way easier to well, do a podcast. Yeah, plus doing an yeah. AM show. I mean, you got to get in the business yeah, and work in it forever and there's, there's just it's not easy the, the the you got people uh telling you what to do right yeah and it's not going to be That's what we problem. talk about it's not going to be what we talk yeah, about we won't be able to say exactly what we want to say and this gives us that you can't avenue. say covid doesn't exist it never did exist right yeah because <laughs> yeah. you get canceled you know what i mean but yeah when we need to talk about all of this right know? Yeah, and there and there is a lot to talk about, and things have been speeding up too, dude. Like, we did absolutely. There's never nothing to talk about. Right, we did our MK Ultra episodes like through the whole month of March, I think. Yes, and there was so much that happened in March. We're oh, like, holy man. crap, dude! Like, I feel like we gotta play catch up. But at the same time, right. also when there's a lot of other podcasts talking about some of the same things, like we did talk about Tucker Carlson, like everybody else was, but. We try to bring other information out that other podcasters aren't talking about. You know what I mean? Just yeah, yeah. I'm <clears throat> I'm not a heavy researcher. Uh, I know what I know, and I just apply it in conversation. And I just try to make my show more of like a, a laid back, let's talk about things that we already know. I don't really do like what you guys did, like an MK Ultra series or this yeah, or that. Yeah, we, you know, we did I, a, a double on, yeah. on Operation Paperclip as well. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I just kind of make it like a casual, comfortable spot for people to have a conversation who are already awake. Right. Right. Sure. Yeah, and I love your intro where you're like, crack a few beers, <laughs> smoke a doob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I heard that, I was like, hell yeah, I like yeah. this guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's something, because I do that while I'm doing it, right? So yeah. I was like, why not? get you guys involved you know Dude, yeah that's awesome man so it just stuck it was, it was the first thing i i did like on my very first episode and it just stuck <laughs> no it's perfect dude yeah <laughs> it's All right. awesome so i got a question for you on a topic sure. do you have any thoughts on the uh the entire russia ukraine mess we talk about that a lot yeah uh i've been there done that but um i still really don't know what to think you know, like we're not getting told the whole fucking story, right? Absolutely. Obviously, right. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. And and you know, you got your government, our government, pouring fucking trillions of dollars into the beast. Yeah. And it's like, what for? You know. Yeah. If Russia really wanted to take them over, they could have annihilated them by now. Oh, I right. was just I was just reading today, in fact, that the incredible offensive that you're seeing from Russia right now is, in fact, just like half of their voluntary forces they haven't even committed like a full no yeah we've said yeah. it before in our show, the, russia hasn't even unleashed it's the full might of the well, russian military putin has said so much as well yeah so not that we trust him 100 percent or anything but no yeah he's a lion cock suck too but they all are yeah well it's all orchestrated dude like all sides are involved the whole government's 
all the governments of all the fucking world are in on everything together. It seems like it. And it's them against us. Yeah, that's the way I think of it. Yeah, dude, for real. And it's like... I don't know if these are blood sacrifices, these wars and stuff, because you know they're doing essentially black magic behind the scenes, right? You of know? course, yeah. And so it's like, what is this? You know, why why have what you know, why is this repeating cycle of millions of people, hundreds of thousands of people dying in, in droves? You know? Yeah. Well, that was one thing that helped me snap out of it was, you know, like oh seven, oh eight time frame was becoming apparent that Iraq you know, that was actually shortly after Saddam Hussein got killed and whatnot. And it was becoming uh-huh. apparent that Iraq and Afghanistan were going to be blunders in one way, shape, or form. Yeah. Yeah. TP, you hadn't even made it to Afghanistan yet, right? And we no. weren't, we weren't uh, talking at the time. In fact, you went into the Marine Corps when, like, 2008? Uh, nine. Yeah. Nine. My brother was in uh, Kabul. Oh, really? With the Canadian military? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And I was scared for him, dude. I was oh, like, fuck, oh, that's yeah. a hot spot, yeah. right? Right. And uh, he was like, don't be scared, bro. He's like, if, if, I, if I go, I go, you know? And I'm like, well, fuck, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, one I mean, of, that's the mindset you have to have to be able to operate in that environment, though, like, you know what I mean? One yeah, of the yeah. places in the world, in one of the vehicles that you are most likely to get just blown up by some device on the side of the road. Right. Like one of those? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. scary, man. Oh, yeah. And, uh... And, and and my brother, my this brother does not believe in a higher power or anything whatsoever. He won't listen to my podcast. He's like, all the stuff you talk about is bullshit. It's not <laughs> fact. I'm like, all right, bro, that's cool. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, like going back to what we were saying before, you can't you can lead them to water, but you can't make them drink, man. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, well, it's apparent to me that our government is in the midst of some power play mess over there i think they probably oh, yeah. do have some nasty shit that they're trying to cover up in ukraine they always do it seems like our government does right at least i just i i just see the west falling honestly oh it's happening yeah there's yeah, no doubt like i always go on um the island boys live stream and i always say oh look it's the two two twins that represent the downfall of the west <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's awesome. Does anybody say anything back? Uh, there's people in the chat that fucking harass me, but I just laugh. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, that's funny. <laughs> These skinny little twigs aren't going to reply to me. Dude, yeah. Uh, trolling trolling people is fun as hell sometimes. But yeah, that's... Oh, yeah. I, I do think... I, I agree. Yeah, we're watching... Uh, I think I said it last episode. Mm. We're, we're witnessing... The death throes of an empire. Yeah, but really. it's on purpose. Oh yeah. I mean, look yep. at look at the uh, what seemed to be. I mean, I I don't think that some Ukrainians on some sailboats uh, blew up Nord Stream. A, a pipeline <laughs> yeah. hundred meters underneath the surface. Yeah. of the Baltic Sea. I don't think that that happened. Right. I think concrete. that you know. I think Seymour Hersh's article offered a more believable what scenario, you know story scenario yeah. whatever you want to call it. But uh, so who did that, you know, who did that, you know, that hurts Germany and it sounded like it helped Norway because they're trying to build or already have built some sort of a a gas pipeline to Germany. And it 
yeah, I don't know. All of these environmental policies. It's not that it's not that uh, we are against sound environmental policies. It's that the environmental policies and more particularly in my opinion the people here that are implementing the environmental policies, they don't give a shit about the environment. No. And Ooh. you know all that all the the regulations do is is make uh necessary goods, essential goods more expensive in the long run. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, well and then yeah, so they're saying that the US blew up the Nord Stream pipeline, Nord Stream 2, and then they're also saying that apparently now the US is Russia saying US is responsible for the drone attacks on the Kremlin. Yeah, we talked about that on our last episode, but so if those aren't acts of war against another country, I don't know what is. Yeah. Well, yeah. If they if that's true, you know what I mean. John Kirby in the White House got on TV and assured everybody they have no idea what happened. Oh yeah. You know. I would take what the Kremlin has to say with a giant shaker of salt. Yeah, but not DC, <laughs> not Washington DC. They're trustworthy. Right. Duh. They've won every war. They're the good guys. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. They're the good guys, dude. Don't you remember? Yeah, it's interesting to have conversations with with my high school uh, children about what they're being taught in history, and I'm like, that's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, George Washington. I cannot tell a lie. I'm going to chop your ass down. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> You're incapable of doing such things. Right, yeah. Ben Franklin created electricity with a kite and string. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Now you know. <laughs> yeah, kids. I'm like, oh my gosh. We're gonna send you to a university. It's gonna cost you about five thousand a semester. Right. And, and Alexander Graham Bell can, uh, invented communications with two tin cans and a piece of string. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then when you go to this university, by the end of it, you're gonna want to chop a dick <clears throat> off. <laughs> you know, in some cases. In By some the way, cases. that's a prerequisite in ten years. <laughs> Is it? If you want to, if you want to graduate from Harvard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, I wouldn't surprise. Either chop your dick off or take estrogen and grow some titties. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. No thanks. Yeah. I'll stick. I'll, I'll send my kids to a community college then, if that's the case. <laughs> yeah. Get the I'd same. I'd rather eat bugs. Yeah. No shit. <laughs> Get the same degree. Is there a choice here? Yeah, ridiculousness, man. It's fucking crazy. I heard so I heard this one really interesting episode uh, of William Ramsey yesterday, where he was talking about the um, the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Oh, nice. Uh, it was a guest that he had on, and he was saying that the white pope represents the white horse. The black pope of the Jesuits uh, represents the the black horse, and all these different uh, the four different colors, right? And so the newest one is going to be the green one, hmm. and that's the green the green uh, you know the climate change agenda and all that shit. So there's like a new horse that's coming in the the self immolation. Interesting. Yeah. All right, well, everybody. Then, we're using too many fossil fuels. Everybody needs to dump five gallons of gasoline on themselves and light a match. <laughs> this Hold is, on. I got a fart. Yeah. This is for the environment. Don't you want to save the environment? Yeah. Right. Oh, my gosh, dude. So that's interesting. Yeah, because, that is. Uh, you know, you know, Pope Francis is, um, is a Jesuit, right? 
So he's the first and only so far Jesuit right, priest right. that's been elected as pope. Exactly. Which is very interesting because from my understanding, when the Jes- when you become a Jesuit priest, you have to take an oath to not take up the mantle of pope because of the clandestine work that you're going to be doing for the Catholic Church, right? Right. So, like I, trying to kill Tom Hanks and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, what was that? Angels and Demons or whatever? Or no. Yeah, the Da Vinci Code. The Da Vinci Code. So, but I also found it very interesting. I was telling somebody about, I don't know if it was Theo or somebody else the other day, but like when that Pope, so they have the dove releasing ceremony. <laughs> yeah. You so, me. when Pope Francis, do you know about this? Did you ever hear about this, Davey? Uh, not sure. Keep going. Okay, so the Pope. When he was elected, when Pope Francis I was elected as the new pope after, what was that, Pope Dem- Benedict Seventh or whatever Retired that resigned? Ratzenberger. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. That, well, that was interesting itself because that hadn't happened. That guy looked like the devil himself. Oh, I know, yeah. Well, dude. he did have an interesting take on the Catholic Church that was uh, released after he died. It was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to go through that. But yeah. anyways, so Pope Francis was a uh, elected pope. And then they have a dove releasing ceremony where he releases two doves out of out of that window that the that's like the Pope's chambers or whatever, right? Well, a seagull and a crow came down and fucking killed the doves. Yeah, like in front of everybody. Yep. Like you you told me that, and I tried to look up the video that was earlier last week, I believe. Yeah. And uh, I couldn't find the video, but I found stills. Yeah. And sure enough, this seagull came in and like grabbed one of the doves by the legs. And then, but the crow came in and it just like grabbed it by the neck, dude. And was like, Jesus. <laughs> Talk about a fucking bad omen. That's right? what I said, dude. I was like, this is not good. I don't think God's happy with you, bud. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's, uh, I, I would take that as bad. And then there was a photographer that same evening that stuck around and like until it got later. And then a storm showed up and he got a really great still shot of lightning striking the Pope's chambers. So I'm like, that's even worse. <laughs> I'm like, holy smokes, dude. That's crazy. And that was like, what, 2012, I think? Do you think these things could be orchestrated? Of course. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. 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 Like the lightning especially could be done by any kind of weapon, right? Wow, I, I could be. Just to make people think like, <laughs> oh, look, this is the fucking, this like is the part? last one. Could have it, like done some, be, yeah, some this CIA could be, cloud seeding yeah, over the over the Vatican that day. Yeah, you know, it absolutely yeah. could be a, just another distraction about some shit. You know what I mean? See, these are the things that people don't think about again, right? <laughs> it's like anything's fucking possible, man. Oh yeah, that's, dude. That's how I am. In, in my in my uh, so far my journey, I guess for the truth, yeah, I anything's possible and i don't really believe everything wholly <laughs> completely exactly you know I mean? exactly yeah but my mind is open so right. there's that right a lot of people are just totally closed off yeah and they I think can't that's... even they can't even have a rational conversation without getting emotional about it and stuff and it's like exactly well yeah m- most of the time overwhelmingly i would say what people manage to do is string two words conspiracy theory together and then that just completely negates or refutes anything that they oh, yeah. are anything yep anything that comes out of your mouth you're a fucking nut job yeah right well and then here's here's the other thing so what's the image that comes to your head when you think of conspiracy theory or conspiracy theorist i should say 
Like, what is uh, a conspiracy? A guy with a whiteboard with all these fucking newspaper clippings connected together with string. Yeah, (laughs) in a tinfoil hat. Wearing a tinfoil hat. In his mom's basement on the internet. Woody Harrelson in 2012. Dude, ask people that question. Start because almost everybody has the same the same exact image in their head of what they think (laughs) a conspiracy theorist is. And I don't think that's by accident. I think we've been pre programmed that. Go back and look at television, movies and all this crap. And then, so when you think Absolutely. of conspiracy theorists, you're like, you're seeing uh, Walking Phoenix and the science movies yeah, sitting yeah. in front of the TV with mm. a tinfoil hat, you know? I was going to say, yeah. Swing away, Meryl. Yeah. Swing away. The TV programming. Yeah. Right. It's interesting. <laughs> they just call it programming. Yeah. Like, that's everything fucking hidden in plain sight, right? Right. Absolutely. Oh, I got to watch my program. Okay. You do that. Right. Well, early on. TP, you brought up something that you remember when, so like, of course, we weren't born yet, but back in the 60s in the United States, they would play that video of the Star Spangled Banner or whatever. Oh, yeah, and all the monuments in Washington. Yeah, and all the monuments, the de- pretty much death monuments is what they are, <laughs> like <laughs> monuments of sacrifices around the world, right? Oh, um, the obelisks. But, in, and then I, I looked up the video on YouTube, yeah. and then it, it, it was showing like all sorts of propaganda like flashing it yeah like government is your god trust yeah. your god did you ever see that video uh bert sabril Sur- the guy that did a funny thing happen on the way to the moon he did a video on that okay and slowed it down frame by frame and yeah behind it because it's it's did you ever see that davy i have not so it's the star spangled banner lyrics going scrolling across the bottom but as the words are rolling out before that another word is rolling out so, like, your subconscious is picking up this other word, and it's saying stuff like, right. government is your god, trust your god. Like, basically, like... So, like, they live. They live, yeah. Obey, consume. Yeah. <laughs> it's like those Disney subliminal messages with dicks and Yeah, shit. dicks. Yeah. Under the sea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that pastor that pops that massive boner when he's marrying <laughs> Ursula and the prince or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At first, I didn't believe it. And my sister's like, look. We were like, <laughs> I was like 12. He's got a stiffy. I was like, holy shit. And then my cousin showed guys- me the dildo on the castle of the mermaid, the old VHS tape. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> Do you guys know I have a, a subliminal message in my logo? Do you? Huh. Yeah. Look at Nigel's nose and you'll see it. If you can later. <laughs> Is that a dick and balls? Yeah, it's a dick and balls, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Your my, secret's out. My right. buddy, one of my best friends designed my logo, and he's like, I put something in there, by the way. I'm like, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. That's awesome. <clears throat> it's just like a, a, a nudge or alluding to what Disney does and shit, right? R- so, right, yeah. Sure, yeah. Yeah. We had, um, back in the 80s, there was, well, we still have it, it's, it's called Zoodles, so it's like alphagetti and tomato sauce. And uh, on the Zoodles can, there was a palm tree, and you could see it clear as day. It was a dick and balls, <laughs> like a palm tree with, with coconut. Yeah, it was wow. crazy. Yeah, it's crazy the shit we were exposed to as children. Then it's like no wonder all these women of our generation went off and had multiple children with multiple men. And yeah, shit. and multiple men yeah. were just willing to, ah, yeah, I love yeah. you, baby, and then run away. But what of the things that we've shared? What of all the, the sweet words that you spoke in private? Oh, uh, well, 
Well, that's just what we call pillow talk, baby. Right. Oh, you're pregnant. I think I was like, mm. I think I was like 12 or 13 when uh, I heard in the school ground that uh, Aladdin had a message in it, and I was like, no way. Oh, yeah. So I went home, oh, sex. and I put my my niece's uh, copy in the VHS player, and I went to the part where Aladdin's playing with the tiger in the background, and Jasmine's talking to her father in the forefront, and you could hear Aladdin say in the background, come on, fella, come on. Good teenagers, take off their clothes. Yep. Come on, come on, let's yep. go. Yep. Yep. And I was like, no fucking way. Yep. What? <laughs> wow. Yeah. You didn't know about that one? That was wow. another thing, yeah. That was another thing that woke me up at a young age. Come on, good teenagers, take off the yeah, Wasn't I remember one... uh, Rescue is Down Under, the lady standing topless in the window when they're in the very beginning when Ooh. they're flying in the seagulls. Uh... Never watched it. Yeah, no? No. It's a good movie. They changed it now, but yeah. Well, apparently it has if topless you slow it down, because that was my cousin found that too. He's like, check it out, there's boobs in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, holy shit. Oh, and then when the cloud, yeah, the cloud spell sex. In Lion oh, King? Oh, that's Lion King, yeah. 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 I'm sure there's a co- there's got to be a compilation video of all these things. There is. They I'm used sure to be. Somebody's on, made it back in the heyday of uh, in like the early 2010s on YouTube when before they started before YouTube got the bought crack out. Down. Yeah, before YouTube got bought out and they started cracking down on everything. Uh, <laughs> there was a lot. Yeah. Of, there was a lot of videos out there. There was one one of the video series that woke me up was called "The Truth May Scare You." I don't know if you ever heard of that. That was back in like the early 2010s. Hmm. But there's a lot. Familiar. There's a lot of stuff in that little mini series. I don't know if it's on YouTube anymore, but I think it was called like Know the Truth Studios or something was the YouTube channel. But it was like a 15 part series that this guy put together, and it was pretty good. There's a lot of shit in there that like woke me up, dude, and I was like, holy shit. Yeah, those are definitely another. Those are definitely rabbit hole times for me too. Yeah. Yeah, freaking freaking myself out. You know, now I just <laughs> laugh at everything because I think everything's fucking ridiculous, and it's like even the truth itself is like ridiculous. It's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's why I, they I get away. That's why they get away with yeah. it. Well, yeah, and the truth is yep. definitely stranger than fiction, dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Couldn't mm-hmm. write the shit. Right, you couldn't make this shit up. That's so crazy. I often say God definitely has a sense of humor. Absolutely. Yeah. Because yeah. if he doesn't well. want us to fear. If God doesn't want us to fear because he didn't give us a spirit of fear, right. then we should be laughing at everything. Right. Yeah, that's a good point, dude. It's a very good point. But, yeah, it's... Uh... Yeah, but, you know, an analogy that I've thought of recently, you know, I don't know who I don't know who the Canadian government would be, but I know who our government would be if we were to use an analogy of, like, bands or music artists. Okay. Okay. All right. Our government is ICP. <laughs> With, with like Jay Z and Beyonce money. Oh my right? gosh! So, so they just fuck shit up and take drugs and go crazy and and then uh, it's the dark carnival baby, you know, go on the five day meth induced killing spree. <laughs> so I guess what would uh. With, with that comparison, uh, yeah, well, or the, that example. What would the Canadian <laughs> government be? Twisted? Look at that. I ain't even got a rap, and it's still fat. My Fuck shit went cold. <laughs> I got that <laughs> nuts, and you're still flying in parking lots. You might say, I'm 
Uh, their counterparts, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> My name is Jamie Radrocks and I got fat balls. I'm always urinating in the motel halls. <laughs> <laughs> Are those twisted lyrics? Yeah. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I've never actually listened to them. Uh, I haven't heard that. It was the only time. lyric that stood out to me, and I was laughing, and I was like, yeah, "Okay." That took me back to my odd uh, close Junior friend high. who's like obsessed with anything that comes out on uh, Hatchet Records. Yeah, yeah, I got a couple of Juggalo buddies too. Yeah, they're they're a different breed, that's for sure. Well, they're sure on are. the uh, FBI watch list, I believe. Yeah, there was that documentary that was made a about a terrorist organization, or something which is like so stupid. Yeah, Juggalos. Yeah, because. <laughs> What are they going right, to do? Yeah. Uh, Flood a federal building with Fago? Drink a bunch what? of lean. <laughs> drink a bunch of lean and pass out? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't understand. I'm pretty sure they're pretty fucking harmless. Yeah. They just like to do drugs and party. The, yeah. Keep you the know. shitty tattoo industry in, uh, business. in business. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the traveling tattoo artists. Yeah. No, dude. Yeah, I was reading about that just last week, and I was like, that is so stupid. But whatever the, uh, the terrorist designation or whatever yeah yeah the fbi like once again another waste of freaking resources at the you know the very best case scenario uh, one of the one of the many yeah you know but yeah it's crazy man so real we're quick, living in a fucking you... oh, fucked up world dude and it's funny to me yeah. <laughs> well, all you can do, I think we've said that before on our show, all you really can do at this point is laugh at it because if you get stressed out and shit, I mean, you're going to be a fucking wreck <laughs> with all yeah. this, you know what I mean, with well, all this shit going on. But you also got to, like, watch out for people who are around you and watch out for the evil people. And like you said earlier, I can really sense them a lot easier now. Yeah. Your discernment's kicking in. Dude. Yeah, big it, time. I, I think that goes with you know God pouring His Holy Spirit on up upon us in the end times, right? Oh yeah, yeah, that was said. Our written. intuition is kicking into high gear, and look out! <clears throat> I yeah. just, I do, I do worry, and I should work on that. But uh, about you know, like people will do horrible shit to each other when times get tough. Yeah, and yes, sir, and. You know, like we did our two piece on Operation Paperclip. All right. We're talking about some of the most brilliant medical minds and engineering minds. Engineering minds experimenting on human being. All right. Uh And the the German citizens were highly educated and literate for the most part. Yeah. And you know, like an an interesting point that TP brought up, I think I, I mentioned this recently, is where were the concentration camps? They were on rail lines, mm-hmm. and then and where were they? They were near cities. They had to have water. They were running experiments. They were manufacturing stuff with slave labor. Yep. They were in industrial centers, and where extermination was happening, they didn't. The people in town didn't smell that shit. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't know. They just had no idea. No, of course they did. Right and. And it, it just scares me that, that people will stay asleep for so long. You know what I mean? And I, I know that's such right a... Ha- to the, yeah, right to the point of, you know, 
when shit hits the fan and they're still going to be asleep. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah. And, and it's fear really is what it is. It's it's uh it's like a faint, fainting goat cortisol response or something. No oh, shit. Yeah. Well, you know, I think back to the Edward Snowden leaks when everybody was like, "Well, I'm not a terrorist. I'm not doing anything yeah. wrong, so I don't care if the government ain't doing nothing wrong. Me. Ain't got nothing to worry oh. about." Yeah, boy. It's like that that is such an ignorant mindset and such small-minded yeah. thinking. Yeah. I mean, d- shouldn't everybody at that point, probably think, who the fuck are you people right. to read everything, to yeah. collect everything? Because, yeah. you know, governments have always been a great source of reliable information <laughs> throughout the history of the world. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> so, you know, that's why I was super excited when the Biden administration wanted to do that fucking disinformation governance board. Yeah, my goodness. Fucking ridiculous, dude. Mary Poppins on crystal real. meth, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. It's, it's But then they just went underground. Oh yeah, they're doing it for yeah. sure. There was all of that uproar. I mean, there were uh, a few years ago there were articles about the postal service actually monitoring social media content. Really? Yeah. I didn't read that. That's doesn't surprise me. The post me. office. Well, it's along the same lines as the IRS getting a bunch of combat gear and weapons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Why? Yeah. It ten, doesn't make any sense. Ten million dollars worth of, of weapons. Yeah. And gear and vehicles yeah. and yeah. ridiculous. Pay up, fuckers. Yeah. That's it. We're here because your government needs you. I mean, your yeah. money. Yeah. <laughs> I think they did that because uh, in case people start to not pay taxes because they know that the government is corrupt and why should we pay taxes? Right, and they're not a police force, so technically they wouldn't be violating any police laws when they do this right. shit. I mean, it's just against the Constitution. Well, but. that, and we don't know exactly when, but we are anticipating a changeover to a digital currency I yeah. mean, mm-hmm. within months. Yeah, this um, is all yep. leading up to the... Uh, the one world government, what the WEF wants. It's kind of crazy how it goes that direction. Yeah. I mean, the 15-minute cities. I know, Davey, you had a great yeah. uh, podcast about that. Yep. Remember that not one? Not too yeah. long ago. And that's what it's all leading up to, dude. And it's, I attribute all my greatness to my guests, by the way. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, each time you have Because they're new- the ones who... Yeah, they're the ones who give me the information, right? Right. Like, I know, I know quite a bit about what they're going to talk about before they come on but then they start blowing my mind too so right but then you're also you're always bringing in good questions too and shit i was like oh dude i was yeah. I, I was thinking that too so i'm glad he asked that question <laughs> yeah that's cool too yeah that's so, the beer talking hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> but at, at the same time i mean yeah every time you have a new guest on you knew a new interview you're 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 leveling up you know what i mean yeah and, yeah i feel that too man yeah i like the the spirituality aspect of your podcast as well yeah it's yeah uh, i've been trying to get more uh paranormal stuff coming on too man like i love that shit that's that shit interests me like so much right it's interesting i know you've had a lot of paranormal experiences haven't you oh yeah for sure dude see i never have close friends i I never have but i find it interesting yeah and i I don't i don't doubt it you know it's one of those things where it's like i could see why people doubt it but when you have your own experiences, nobody can fucking take that away sure. from you, right? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. dude. That's like, yeah. you're not going to tell me I didn't see that, especially when I'm stone cold sober. And this yeah, shit, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, no. <laughs> you can believe whatever you want. I know what I saw. I know what I experienced. I know what I felt. 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, especially, and, yeah. I don't know if you've ever had my, any experiences where there was multiple. I've had uh, a couple of them where there was multiple people. We all saw the same thing, so I know I wasn't fucking on drugs, hallucinating yeah, shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? See, Nobody slipped the thing, LSD. When you get, dude, when you get validation from others, it's fucking holy shit. Because, like, the, uh, my very first episode I did, I talked about my my encounters when I was a child. Oh, yeah, with and your one I buddy. I, I think I, I listened yeah. to that show. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, you know, you hear it once, it freaks you out. You hear it again, it freaks you out. But then somebody hears you, hears it with you the third time. And it's like, there's the validation. Holy fuck, I'm not crazy. You know? Right, I don't have a fucking brain tumor. Cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Dr. Penfield, I smell burnt toast. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. It's... <sighs> So yeah, that 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 shit's wild. Uh, like I said, I've I've had quite a few experiences. Theo really hasn't. I don't think Iraq no, has. No, none to, none to speak of. Uh, I I but did. When it happens, you'll know it. Well, yeah. I did early on, and I talked early on in our podcast about it. About my aunt and brother were the people that I knew who witnessed. It was in. It was just outside of Des Moines, Iowa, uh, when I was kid a kid in the nineties. But they witnessed. Uh, yep. Yep, Hell yeah! I've seen them too many times, and <laughs> now they I put on a great show. Now I'm way too chilled out for metal, but but uh, so they saw this UFO or whatever lights in the sky. Yeah, lights in the sky, and then all of a sudden, just like zipped off in a different direction oh. in no time. And not only was it them that they that saw it, there were other people around that saw it, and it was reported on in the Des Moines Register. Right, but I didn't see wow. it. I didn't see it. So yeah, I've never seen swimming. UFO phenomena <clears throat> never oh really yeah i've seen i've seen a yep. couple so if you yeah if you go back you uh you can listen to our halloween special of last okay. year and that's where we talk about some paranormal experiences and stuff so and get really loaded right on. yeah so we loaded <laughs> yeah it was I love funny it. I love it, was, it. it was a good time it was a nice <laughs> night we had the big door open yeah. and we got torqued yeah. I think we. I think we it was tossed. the second show of the evening. I, yeah, I think we tossed an entire file that night, or close to it, or something. No, we no, we strung them together, but no, yeah, we it, got, it got hairy. Yeah, that was our <laughs> second show, and we had been drinking a little bit, you know. <laughs> so, but no, we it, it was still good. And I, I I've gotten good fo- uh, feedback on it, saying that it's entertaining. So I can, we kind of try to do like a story, like an interactive story format, kind of like almost like a belief hole episode. I don't know if you ever listened to them. The Belief Hole Boys. No, I haven't, no. Yeah, they're pretty good. If you like paranormal stuff, check them out. Belief Hole's got some good stuff. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, you know Hollow Sky, right? Hollow right now. Uh, Hollow Sky? No. Oh, man. You got to check out Hollow Sky, dude. <laughs> Those guys. There's a lot. You know, it's like it's like when people recommend me movies. It's, oh, you haven't seen that movie yet? I'm yeah. like, no, I haven't. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, there's so many good podcasts out there, and I, I find more and more all the time. And it's hard to listen to all of them, but there's a lot of great content creators out there. Sure. There's just so much information coming out these days, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. And that's the problem with getting our content out there, too. It's like, who the fuck wants to listen to me when there's other fucking better podcasts out there? (laughs) Right, yeah. Joe Joe Rogan making... $250 $250 million a year or whatever. Right, right yeah. Right. I, don't know if it's, him. I don't know if it's that much, but... Right, but good, you know. good for yeah, him. Good I mean, for him. But you know what? Like I said, it's still fun. We're still going to keep doing it, and I think as long as we keep sticking to you know the little, the little I guess, niches that we have for our own shows, I, I mean... Yeah, dude. Just keep it as long as it I doesn't tell, sound the same as everybody else. 
I tell people all the time, like, Rome wasn't built in a day, right? Like, nobody's going to jump on your bandwagon right away. Absolutely, so dude. So keep, keep working at it, and it's just going to come to you. If you build it, they will come. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I will. That's a, yeah. <laughs> that field of yeah. dreams is an Iowa, baby. Is this heaven? No. That's, no, it's that's Iowa. the mentality. That's the mentality <laughs> that, I, that I started with, and I still have it. Yeah, dude, absolutely, and that's a good – that's how we were, too. We knew – because, you know, I said it also, I say that all the time, is, you know, Jimi Hendrix wasn't a rock star the first time he picked up a guitar. Right. Know? Exactly. Exactly. So, as long as we can stay consistent, we keep bringing out good content. And, and do it, yeah, consistently and just keep at it. Yeah, I think uh, Yeah. I think we're all going to do good, man. You know. For sure. And like and I said, that makes me happy doing it, so why right, not? Right, exactly. Like I said, it's therapeutic for us. And Yep. Yeah, it's like uh, Triumph said, you know, fight the good fight. That's right. That's it. Follow your heart. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, well, we've been talking for a while, man, so I think we're going to probably wind this episode down. All right. Cool. So, Davey, uh, you want to tell people where to find you? Sure, man. It's e- super easy. Uh red pill cartel podcast all one word on instagram and in there click on my link tree in my bio and you can listen to me wherever your heart so desires okay cool so i i will put those links in our description as well in the show cool yeah just yeah yeah that's cool just two links that's it it's all good okay cool rock on man and People have been telling me to get my own fucking website too, and I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we've been we're working on that. Our feet on that, but actually, I mean, we yeah. just got it linked to the podcast, so that works. Yeah, we have it linked. We yeah. we have a website. We Redirect. are building it, yeah. so it's re like you can go to Iowa Talk Guys podcast or IowaTalkGuys dot com, but it just redirects you to our Podbean, which works now. It yeah. works for right now. So the, the cool thing you guys have to your advantage is there's three of you. For me, it's just me. Right. You know, so yeah. it's like. My buddy's like, oh, what do you hire somebody? I'm like, well, that's money, and I'm yeah. broke. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I need to bring money in in order to hire people first, so. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No doubt. And that's true, man. And I mean, it's a lot of work for us, so I can imagine doing it on your own. I know sure. it's a lot of work for all the other content creators like you and uh, yeah, dude, Cosmic Peach and everybody. So, yeah. Especially just doing it on my cell phone, dude. Like. Fuck. Yeah, I know. That's wild. Like we all got we use computers and shit. Work around a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, dude. So, well, yeah. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for coming on. We are uh, yeah. Iowa, Iowa Talk Guys. You can follow us on Twitter at Iowa Talk Guys, Instagram Iowa Talk Guys underscore podcast. <clears throat> Send us an email if you want. Our links are in the description for our email addresses. Please like, follow, subscribe, and share. Like we said, word of mouth is the best way. Share our show. Word of mouth. Share Davey's show. <laughs> and uh, Tell your mother. Tell your grandfather. Tell your cousin. Tell your your sister, uncle. Just tell everybody. Yeah. That they, they, they can listen to you while doing the dishes or the laundry. That's it. Right, or That's cleaning it. the basement. Vacuum. Right. That's it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. And uh and always remember, don't eat the yellow cake. Or eat the yellow snow. <laughs> or drink the Kool-Aid. I would talk guys out. Out. Hi. Good night, everybody.